Welcome to the Rugby Wisdom Show. I'm your host, Craig Wilson. This is the podcast that brings you wisdom from rugby's greatest minds. And this show is brought to you by World Rugby Shop. This is your destination for exclusive rugby gear, equipment, and team apparel. Visit the theworldrugbyshop.com. On this show, I'm joined by Jace Ryan. Jace is a scrum coach for the world's leading club rugby team, the Crusaders. Jace, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Craig. Great to be on. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Uh, the importance of an effective scrum goes without saying, and I would love for you to get technical and to share what you feel are the key components of building a dominant scrum. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's a very good question and something that I get asked um, very often, and it's um, it's a number of things really. I, I sometimes use the analogy of uh, a rowing eight. Um, and I'm sure you're familiar with rowing and the rowers get their power uh, from the water and the paddle and scrummaging we get our power from the ground through our feet and the first thing that I always that I think any coaches need to understand is um, understand what your players ability and strength is that you've got in front of you and how they can understand their body the most to generate the most power um, that's extremely important. And when you do that and you get all eight guys technically on the same page, generating the most amount of power with 16 feet on the ground, uh, you can do anything you like um, and re reward dominance, whether or not that's scrummaging for a penalty or whether or not that's um, just getting fast, quick channel one ball for the backs to play. So we do a lot of work um, over here, I do a lot of work with the boys in building their bodies uh, to be good scrummages, but also understand that they've got to be able to run, catch, pass, and play everything at speed, uh, which we like to do as well uh, with the Crusaders. So we do a lot of work um, with wrestling. I find that it's a huge point of difference for us. Um, guys get to understand uh, awkward positions and get them get themselves out of it technically and I think if I give you an analogy I sometimes talk about if you can imagine if the listeners can imagine right now that they're standing in a squat rack and they've got 200 kilos on the bar and they pick the bar up and they start their movements their squats and everything's in a straight line all your bites spine straight you've got even feet shoulder width apart and then all of a sudden 120 kilos falls off one end your reaction time into strong has got to be extremely fast. And that's why we do a lot of work with our boys, especially from a young age in wrestling, one-on-one -on -one wrestling. Um, I'm a huge fan of it. And it's been a big part of um, some of our young front rowers development moving forward. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. I love how you brought that to life with the squat rack. And can I just ask a follow-up question? Where does the wrestling how do you transfer that then into, say, uh, a scrimmaging movement? How, how do you marry those two up? Well, I think when you're wrestling and you're on the ground, you've got to find little seams. We often do it with our eyes shut because, you know, scrimmaging, it's close contact stuff. And I think that that transfer of being uncomfortable and getting yourself out of positions is so relevant to scrimmaging. Like I use, like put it this way, in the last three or four years, I would use a scrum machine at training once a week, probably twice. 
a scrum machine is like a boxing bag that doesn't hit your back. Whereas the live one-on-one -on -one stuff where you're working with your partner, whether or not it's on the iPads, having a look at your body position, how am I transferring the most power? What's my neck doing? Um, what's my body chain doing? In a one-on-one -on -one situation through wrestling and then technically one-on-one -on -one scrummaging, that's the point of difference. And that's the what we call the gold standard learning for our scrummaging. No, it's really fascinating. It's brilliant how you use the iPad or the iPhone. So you can now get that instant feedback. And are you finding with the younger players that they're very receptive to uh, the instant feedback or do they prefer to go through feeling? Is it, or is it just completely different uh, related to the individual? Well, I think the way that social media is now and footage and phones, like everyone's got one on them at all times. So you might as well use it. Like I, if I've got two, for example, two front rowers or two locks or a lock and a loose forward or a lock and a prop working together, I'll just video it and I'll just stand there and facilitate it and say, righto, boys, what are you seeing? I think in coaching these days, coaches, um, we all talk too much. The players actually give you the information if you let them. Um, and, and that's not so much, you know, if I've got an iPad and I, I give them all the answers of the picture, they haven't actually learned. Whereas if I keep asking them and questioning and showing them, you know, a little bit of silence when they're probably not that sure, it comes out and then they see the pictures and they can execute and they get an understanding. Whereas if you walk off the grass and then you review your training the next day, the learning's gone. So we do a lot of stuff where we'll have one-on-one -on -one with the iPads, have a look at yourself, have a look at your technique, have a look at your setup, how can it be better, and then go and do it again. And likewise, when we build it up, where we have five-on-five five or three-on-three, five-on-five, and then eight-on-eight, eight, how are we generating the most power? What are the pitches that you're seeing? So it's a big one for us, and um, a lot of coaches these days, I've often heard them say, oh, we haven't got time. Well, usually they they haven't got time because they're actually talking too much themselves. Whereas just let the players see the pictures and you'll soon realise that it's actually, you know, if something's important, you'll make time. If it's not, you'll make an excuse. And that's why I'm a big fan of the footage. Just show the boys the picture there and then. And they love it. Look, Jace, thank you so much for, for sharing that wisdom. It's, it's great to have someone of your caliber on the show and, and just how simple you actually make it and break it down, whether at the elite level and we can all use it down at the grassroots level as well. So thank you so much for your time and all the best. No worries. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into the show brought to you by the World Rugby Shop. Don't forget to subscribe and review and join me next week for another edition of the Rugby Wisdom Podcast.